Oh, I live at no. No. <laughs> no. Previously it last just... week, the heroes fled from utter destruction of Sloopladop by the demon lord of madness. Taking once again to the twisted maze of the underground waterways they made that make up the Dark Lake. As a team, you pushed over sandbars, and when, when the chill air grew warm, then steamy, as the fires of Grackelschnig shimmered into view across the glassy waters of the shore. Grex went shopping while Zantanov subdued a crazy giant and, turning invisible, rode the unconscious fellow as he was carried off to the Karengorm Caverns. Oh, I feel like I should mention that I, I renamed um, what Denthalore's weapon is and like what the image actually is. It oh, still uses the mall attack stuff. It's just it's I gave it a different name now to match the photo I sent earlier. What it looks like. Oh, thank God! I thought you changed it from the beaten stick that you sent over. What's it called now? No, no. Um, the name of that type of weapon is a Tetsubo. A Tetsubo? Just a honk. Tetsubo. Yes, it's a Japanese weapon made for smashing armor and skulls yeah. and horses and oh. swords and spears. It's if there's a thing there, it'll get through it. We find the heroes enjoying some well-earned rest at the Shattered Spine when the fidgety Jim Jar returns to the table shirtless from a corner poker table where you can hear uproarious laughter with accompanied jeers and points. Hey, come on back, you still have your pants to bet. Eh, hey, bet his wee willy is what's giving him a bit of pause. <laughs> Jim Jar sits down at the table a little red-faced. Isn't that the guy who bet me that the mushroom guy would stay in the cage? He did. He owes me money. I, I <laughs> where's my money, Jim Jar? <laughs> Jim Jar, where's my money? God. I know you just lost everything. The only thing you have is your pants. Give me your pants. <laughs> oh, uh, Finn, yeah. chum, buddy, sh Finn, ch Finn, Finn, pal, Brendo, champ. Uh, it wasn't, it wasn't Finn, it was. Jim Jar jitters up to you, Finn, and twirling a gold coin. You're not sure where he got that from. You thought he just lost everything. No. He twirls it between I don't his... think it, it wasn't Finn. Wait. What do you mean? Yeah. Finn, Finn didn't make the bet. It was... I wasn't here. <laughs> oh, no. He's coming up to Finn right now. Oh. A new bet. Okay. He's uh, twirling the coin now. between his thumb and his fingers where he rolls fluidly one over each digit until uh, it breaks over his thumb on his forefinger in an unbroken circle to the underside of his hand. So, uh, you play there, friend? Uh, yeah. I saw you had a bit of cards on you. Yeah, yeah. How about a game? Uh, nods at your what? deck. Five card draw, bridge. Okay, okay. Uh, how about something simpler? All right. Uh, what what kind of game would you like to play? Uh, I don't even know. <laughs> uh, 
52 car pickup. <laughs> no, no, that's silly. Get out of here. No, here, hand over the cards. And he uh, uh, held out his hand for your deck. Uh, all right. I Take. hand him. I reach in and... Wait, do I have... Okay. Yeah, all right. I hand over my deck. Takes the deck and deftly shuffling it in one hand, does like the uh, one-handed... Can he... Uh make a check to see if he cuts himself on the edges of the because <laughs> they're technically throwing knives if you will they're really sharp on the ends <laughs> he slices his finger ah uh begins sucking a uh, finger ah, what the I, he's on to your average playing cards are they oh my no they are not <laughs> a little more gingerly he begins to try and shuffle them but he's doing pile shuffling now Starts laying up a game. And that actually makes me want to settle up a little bit of housekeeping. Grex? Hmm. You were able to find magic studded leather armor. Ah. How much? How much money? Mm hmm. Oh, God. Um, uh. Not sure. Where's my pen? Where's my pen? And what kind of magic stud of leather? You know, it just says in my notes that you found that, and I, that's all it says. <laughs> Alright. So I, I didn't pay for it, I just found it. Preparation. <laughs> Testing your improv skills, Wookie. Go. Got a magic spot. Don't you know the price of every item? Come on. Dies immediately. What? Don't you know what kind of magic items there are for studded leather? Come on. What is this amateur hour? All right, you you guys are making me take my DM screen and unfold it. Ooh. Hmm. Let's look. We got food, drink, and lodging over here. Average prices. Hmm. Services, travel pace. Doesn't look like it has any particular costs of anything on here. Well, I'm useless. If it's not on the DM screen, I'm going to say a million billion platinum. What rarity is the magic item? Common, uncommon? It really depends on, like, what kind of magic does it do? Is it just, like, a plus, or is it glamoured, or is it, like, does it do something special? We'll say that this is a rare magic-studded leather armor, and you are not sure which magical trait it has yet. Oh, that means Wookie has no clue. <laughs> no. I was say, I would make sure I knew what it did before I bought it. You were assured by the Duragar that it had some spectacular and mysterious magical properties. But he was purposely vague. Hmm, hmm. That's sus, but okay. Um. Rare is from 501 gold pieces to 5,000. 
depending on how rare it is. We'll say it uh, can also vary from campaign to campaign, depending on yeah, gold. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Just, this is just this is just what what it says when you Google how much is a rare magic item in Five E. Yeah. Thank you. We'll say that it was an unreasonable asking price of five thousand gold. However, you managed to get the Duragar to get a uh, give you an IOU. You're good for it. Considering he was extremely vague, yeah, how uh, intimidating was this Duragar? Well, it was more odd uh, encounter than intimidating. He kept turning invisible, and every time we thought you were about to close the deal, he would threaten to kill you. Weird. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, so just your your normal interaction with a shopkeeper? Normal I one? This shopkeeper was the one that just turned invisible and was talking to himself. Well, he was talking to an invisible, non-existent brother. Uh-huh. Definitely. Um, Don't we all have those, though? <laughs> <laughs> I will take the armor, uh, and I will go up to Finn. Huh? Uh, I've seen you use magic before. Are you capable of identifying? Uh, let me recall real quick. I'm not gonna lie, I'm vibing with this music right now. Hearthstone's got some good music. Uh, yes, I can identify. I'd like you to identify this armor and see if I'm quote-unquote ripped off. Alright, I just need to make sure I can find that in Roll20, hold on. How do I add this from the like little search thing info thing to my character sheet? Just drag it. It's a level one spell. Whoops. Finn, um, as you sit there playing cards with Jim Jar, somehow he's losing even more money and he's pulling out a bunch of money from you're not sure exactly where. You cast Identify, and as you feel the powerful emanations of powerful, unstoppable magic wafting off of this studded leather armor and waves, oh. the camera's gonna pan out. And we're going to go over to the Karagorm Caves. Uh, stalling, I see. No, no! <laughs> <laughs> Vague description and stalling. <laughs> we're just out, we're out of time. We got to go over to the Karagorm Caves over here. Zantanov. Hi. 
Carried under each shoulder, a massive team of three giants carries the two-headed Rahund, still babbling incoherently, occasionally glancing over at his second head and then screaming out and receiving another smack from his giant friends, knocking him back unconscious. You all are dragged to the corner of Grackelstug and inside the Karamgorn Caverns, he is deposited Thol onto the ground where you find the stone speaker Hagrum staring down cross-legged touching thumb to fingertips in deep meditation you feel the earth rumble as he speaks show yourself Zantanov can he actually see me there is more than one way to see. Not everything through the eyes is visible, but the stones feel all in their presence. Zantanoff's gonna like slowly uncamouflage, like not fully, but it's kind of like he's meshed in between the giant and like himself. Flying down from up above you, you're rejoined by your Etschachi and your Crimson Split Jaw, who have been tailing you in the air this entire time. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Shit, I'm not at the right part of the book. Where's page 65? On page 65. Oh, thank you. Very, uh, Wait, where right it? here. It's right, thank you. It's right after page 64. <laughs> But right before page 66. What would I do without you guys? If you go to page 67, you've gone too far. Yeah. (laughs) A long tunnel opens in the Southborough District, extending several hundred feet into the home of a stone giants of the clan Karangorn. They live in privacy and uh, simple lives, and the surroundings reflect that. You see a couple of... Their stone huts are literally two stone walls and then a stone roof that very Flintstones-esque. Hmm. Is it big? It's huge, massive. It's uh, spacious, if nothing else. Not luxurious, but they got plenty of room in here. Hmm. I'm gonna go grab my food as quick as I can. Quickly. Who's the person who, like, knew my name? I am the stone speaker Hagram, leader of the giants here in Gragelstug. Right. I would like to thank you for aiding one of our malformed cousins. Walking in the dream carries very precarious consequences for those inexperienced. And it seems he was lost, wayward, and infected by some demonic force. Is that what you call it? Something evil stirs in the Underdark. The rocks itself cry in pain and horror. And the madness creeps from the blackest depths. I see on your own face you have come into contact with the madness itself. Ah, do you mean the, uh, how you put the thing that was sleeping under the water until, uh, 
just a while ago when it destroyed the fish, the fish town, I believe. The very same, although I fear not just him threatens all of us. The evil that comes now. Pay heed to the signs surrounding you, the cave, the water, the pebbles, they cry out. All you need to do is listen. A cave with two faces, rock devoured and the land overgrown. The pebbles believe itself flesh. The earth rejects its wards and the tunnels shake in fury. By these potents, you shall know of evil's presence and of evil's face. This is what the stones tell me. Oh, nice. You gonna share? There's a whole pot downstairs. Oh, right, really? Yeah. All right, pause the game. We're all heading over. Let's get some grub. Yeah. <laughs> Good soup. At this point, hey, don't, don't, don't be surprised if there's a knock on your door in like 20 minutes. <laughs> At this point, he holds out his massive boulder of an arm. Please give me your bow. Uh, I, I mean, I suppose I am in a foreign territory. You, you, you can uh, have the bow, yes. Gonna hand it over begrudgingly. Takes the bow and he begins to bend it, and you see cracks and sparkles of black energy pop off and shoot down like a shower of sparks. At this point, like a glow stick. Ooh. Glow <laughs> Dorhum arrives, and he uh, appears to be bearing a polished crystal the length of a human forearm. Sets it down next to you. This is the stone speaker crystal, and he continues to bend your bow, which screams out to you in pain and agony, and the shower of black sparks continue to fall down like a welding arc. Take this with you, it might be of aid. And at this point, you hear a snap. The bow does not break, but you feel one layer of the ritual seal snap and fall away. Take this. It's dangerous to go alone. So yeah. Does this make the bow better? Like, do I get a property of the bow back? Yes. You are the layer of the first layer of the seal has been broken. You can hear Aether Shard again, only yeah. faintly. Yeah, it's just muffled. It's very, very soft. Put it back. I don't want it anymore. Uh, I knew you would react this way. I, I mean, I mean, I'm so happy to be able to speak with you again. The first ability, uh, the disarm ability, is now active again. Nice, Sue. Back on your way, and know that you have the blessing of the stone speaker upon you. And he makes like, he makes like an avatar, the last airbender, wave at you goodbye. Mm. Do you mean a, a Asian wave, like a, a Japanese or 
Chinese wave. I was actually thinking Indian, like, um, like you know, when they like sit cross-legged and they have like one arm at a ninety-degree angle and the other one like in front of their forehead. But yeah, Far East in general. Mm. Yeah. Oh wait, I wanted to the 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 two-headed giant dude. I don't I wanted... know what we'll be able to do for him. The changes he's undergone as part of his dreamwalking may be permanent. There may be nothing more than his madness overwhelming his remaining faculties left in his short life. I mean, is the... Wookie, is the head on the, the giant like a living thing? You look around, all the rest of the giants have one head. This is the only giant who has two heads, and uh, from the sounds of it, he sprouted another head recently while participating in a ritual. Three? No, just just the two. He had the one head, and then he got another one randomly. Okay, so that second head, is it like a legit sentient living head? Um, I think I know what you're about to say. Let's not get hasty. I don't want him bleeding out all over the stone floor here. But he's 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 stone. <laughs> can see him having a seizure as you. <laughs> it's not like he has rocks for blood. What are we talking about here? Uh. Okay, I'm trying to find the correct. I don't have it. Well, guess we'll just cut it off. No, no way. <laughs> like reaches out to stop you. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why are you stopping? And uh, as that uh, happens, you can now add your stone speaker crystal to your inventory as well as a stone speaker sigil which will allow you free passage through Gracklesdug. Oh. I guess we'll cut scene back on over to the team back of the Shattered Spire as you uh, try and lop off the second head of the giant. Wait, wait, that's the wrong head. That's his original head. Stop. Let me add him. I have cure wolves. I can do this. <laughs> So I got you guys taking a long rest here. Am I assuming that correctly? Yes. Yeah, I believe so. Finn again, as you are the most hurt one, I've already put you back to full health. However, you and the rest of the crew, but you in particular, have bad dreams, terror, rage, hate. These are the only residuals you can think of from unremembered dreams as you guys wake up full energy, but with this hangover of emotion. Fun. So, All right. what's the armor do, Wookie? What's the armor do? No! 
my one weakness you were supposed to forget. Ah, uh, you know my one weakness, like Alex Jones. If you just hit me on one point, I'll have completely collapsed. Uh, 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 you know, you gotta understand the Rothschilds. They're trying to take well, over the globalists. Oh, my God. Jordan Frog's great. Listen, if you didn't want flippers. us to know about your weakness, if you didn't want us to know your weakness, why'd you make it a giant glowing crystal? Come on. <laughs> We're supposed to see it glow, and it, it, when you aim at it, it lights up red. Oh, no. Actually, like, our, our target system, like, our targeting system, like, it's automatically drawn to it. Like, we're not even aiming. We're just hitting shoot. <laughs> Zantanov, can I say you uh, arrived just in time to save me from explaining what this magic studded leather armor was? <laughs> they thought I was trying to cut off a head. They're busy. <laughs> hmm. No. Oh, no. I mean, you could just make it glamour armor. Yeah. I think we're going to have to, even though I don't know what glamour armor does. It just it's... allows you to change the look, style, and color of the armor to make it like clothing or other sets of armor. Generally, sometimes you get a plus... DM also gives a plus one bonus to armor. Let's give it a yeah, plus it one in glamour. One. Cool. Yeah, it... yeah, plus one to AC, speak the command word to assume the appearance of normal set of clothing or some other kind of armor. Thank you, Dentalor. You're welcome. Just so you know, that is what it says. That's all it says. Helpless without you all. Thank you. That's teamwork. And as Zantanov re-enters the Shattered Spine Tavern... Where's the Octo Squad little story I have? Damn it. Oh, no, that's for later. Where's the Octo Squad? Uh. Mm. Also, during transactions of shopping, I would like to have sold my uh, regular long swords. All right, go ahead and add. I'll say you got a good deal on those. Go ahead and add 50 gold. Wasn't wasn't I, like, bet something or wanted to play a game or something? Absolutely. You can add 20 gold to your person as you are cleaning out Jim Jar. And while you haven't taken his pants, you keep he keeps pulling out gold from you don't... You're afraid to ask. And <laughs> you, you, like, smell it to make sure, and it smells fine, but you're still concerned. All right. Sweet. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, assume that the never tell me the odds has taken effect. <laughs> this point, splash, splash. Uh, quickly followed by a series of smart wet plops as two octopi leap out of the water and give you, Zantanoff, a smart salute, communicating through a series of charades whose tentacled grace rivals the most graceful dancers. They inform you that Grunt and I think her name's Edrith were unjustly accused of a crime and arrested. Each of them hauled away to the Overlake hold. Run. Which one was that? I know, I know the one you're talking about. I think that's the dwarf, the other one, but who's Run? The uh, orc, the aggressive bully orc. Ah, yes. Are these people important? 
Every member of the group is important. Not really. Some people are more important than others. <laughs> Weren't they supposed to die? <laughs> whoa! Whoa! I think so. Can't just Not rip people off. We're meant to make it out of that prison. <gasps> They're all important. They're all important in their own way and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, what Death Lord said. Come on, we're all equal in God's eyes. Except for that one. Except for that one Drow guy, he's not important at all. <laughs> I mean, what were they accused of? The octopies elaborate through a series of much more like angular, and you can tell they're quite flustered. They're they're. I'd say their feathers are ruffled, but. Um, <laughs> hmm would be untrue, but they say that obviously they were singled out by a nefarious merchant who accused them falsely of stealing. Oh yeah, I was looking for the giant slay. Are there any other giant slaves besides the one who had a breakdown? There are no giant slaves. The giants in this city hold a very specific role as the stone workers and some of the more muscular creatures here in Grackelstug, they are very important in the foraging processes and therefore hold a... Uh, not only a useful role in when it comes to the city's like finances and trade, but also a specific role in the hierarchy as they have a bond and oath with the Deep King. All right. Is there like a a Kalashtar, or like a dra a dragonborn? Give me a spot hidden check. Or wait, no, that's the wrong system. Give me yeah. a perception yeah. check. I was about to make a spot hidden myself. God. Man, Wookie, you're just infecting everyone. All right. I don't know. I have a passive of fourteen. I'll say that. Not immediately, but as you guys sit there over the few hours, you hear a... <laughs> and a giant gout of fire erupts all the way through one of the windows into the main forge area and relights the fire that was beginning to dwindle and dim, and it roars back to life. And you look outside, there is an adult red dragon going around the city. And as he looks at you, you look back at him, you guys make eye contact, and he gives you a wink. What is that? Can I buy it? Dentalore <laughs> is very confused at seeing the dragon. <laughs> oh, the dragon. <laughs> Obviously he overhears you, but keeps about his work. Bro. Oh, you're gonna go say hi? Yeah. You walk outside and immediately walk up to the adult red dragon who eyes you wryly. Well, what's your name, aren't <laughs> you interesting little creature? Wow. <laughs> I feel very much belittled. Um, I am Zentinov. I did not mean to belittle you. I am sorry. All the creatures are puny compared to my majestic might and power I have to remind myself that you are all alive <laughs> well don't you sound like a, a 
great person to be with around parties, I suppose. Uh, if you wouldn't mind, I would like to request your services on the, um, I, I suppose you could call it an expedition of sorts. Well, how about that? I'd like to request your services as well. Perhaps we could come to an arrangement. Walk with me. Ow. Oh, okay. Walks He'll walk over with the me. next building and he breathes into the base of the building and you see erupting out of the top of the stalagmite a gout of fire or making it shoot up like a volcano as he fills the entire place with fire and all the windows like burst out light. You can tell that this fellow here is the wormsmith of Grackelstig, keeper of the flames and lighter of the forge fires. The glorified lighter. Gotcha. <laughs> you have no idea how true that is. Hopefully we'll find <laughs> out. As he leads you throughout the city, it takes you a while, but he does cut a pretty direct path back to... Uh... I'm going to say his... I know it's got a name. Ah. Themberchad's Lair. Hmm. And as you walk in behind him, some Durgar priests start to come out and block you, and he roars at them. Leave us! And they immediately, like, jump and scamper away across the huge cavern, and voice thunderous voice echoes across the walls. Get out! And he breathes fire at this empty uh, at this empty corner and he completely chars this invisible Duragar there. I'll well, turn you to... Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, go on. Wait. Hmm? Yeah, never mind. That's not magical darkness. I mean, the magical invisibility or whatever. Are they just camouflaging or something? It is magical invisibility. All the Duragar oh, can turn invisible dragon, at will. Dragons I guess... have true sight and blind sight, don't they? This is an adult red dragon, and I believe he would if anyone does. Yeah, dragons I... have true sight and blind sight. Yeah. I have some true sight. It's, o it's only a little bit, though. So you see him, and immediately he gets coated in flames and turned into a little bit of ash puddle, but he scoots on oh. out of there. Did he just kill a guy? Oh, no, he just almost killed him. Oh. Oh, my. Oh, some nice music. That's back in the tavern. That's what everyone else has enjoyed as... Uh, <laughs> Nope. I don't want the dark music. This, I, I don't think this is dark. This is supposed to be like uh, forge music, although I, I we'll see how good I did on that. <laughs> so, Xanthalof, tell me how you came to the Underdark. <sighs> well, it is a uh, bit of a personal story, but I... I was brought in as a young lad as a slave. I'm uh, always a trouble idea with the slavery concept. Something as powerful as myself would never allow myself 
to fall into such a state. Continue. Yes, um, some time ago, actually, I escaped from my captors. Um, and I ended up being recaptured again to my displeasure. But I was met with a, another large group of people, and uh, we escaped the second thing of captors. And now we are traversing to through the, uh, the abyss, trying to get back to the surface. Interesting. I believe that we might be able to help each other. <sighs> that would be nice, yes. You see him walk over to an anvil and smash out a gold sigil. And handing it to you, it, it's pretty heavy. It's made out of gold. And you see that this bears the symbol of Thimberchud on it. You should be able to use this throughout the city, bearing my power with you. So is it like a, um, a what, the, what do you call it, VIP pass? Quite. You are now under my protection. How flattering of you to take a one much lesser than yourself. Indeed it is. I'm quite merciful. <laughs> Your first mission will be to do whatever the Keepers of the Flame ask you. But... You will report to Thumberchad before reporting to them. Do you that, understand? It sounds a bit like a, a loaded mission. It is. It's important, I understand. But these keepers of mine that would see me in chains forever are up to. The dragon does not wait for you to respond since his ego can't accept the notion of anyone that would refuse him. <laughs> he assigns. Oh, no, he already had, gave that to you, and he's going to send you off. To where? Uh, he's just going to scoot you on out and return to his pile of gold that he sits on. What? You look down at the pile and you see it is a hoard consisting of about three a year, guesstimating. 3,000 platinum pieces, 20,000 gold pieces, 45,000 silver pieces, and 150,000 copper pieces. Oh. There's about 1,000 fire opals in there, uh, some uh, peridots, and there's a whole bunch of valuable stones in there as well. Oh, he's just glad to sit on the, these valuables. He's indeed. Yeah. Rich get richer. I mean, yeah, it's a dragon horde. You should see some of the other chromatic dragon hordes. Like, they get fucked up. I don't know, bro. I just, you know, I, I was promised trickle down economics. I'm not seeing any of this. I think I found someone new to gamble with. Hey. <laughs> um, <laughs> green dragons, um, they, they enslave animals and they will have tar pits near them so they can dip people in no. them and have statues. No. Uh, black dragons simply, um, they hoard, um, destroyed kingdoms and, um, corpses. That just seems, seems fun. Um, they, they, they thrive. The older a black dragon is, the more pride it will take in having destroyed more kingdoms. Um, 
Hell yes. Yeah, they get kind of fucked up. Like, red dragons are like your classic dragon. Classic gold pile dragon, you know, just your average smog. And then it just gets worse. <laughs> How much worse can it get? Pretty bad. Hmm. I think, I think, personally, I think the green dragons is pretty bad. The statue people? Yeah, turning living people into sta living statues and such. I mean, it could be worse. I mean, yeah. Very Medusian. Now, who's heading over to Everlake Hold? Why what would... now? Who wants what? to head over to Overlake Hold and save Ront and Idrith? Oh, I will, yeah. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. What did they ever do for us? Doesn't seem like that good of a bet. Come, come now. You gotta take. <laughs> Apes gotta stay together. Apes together strong. I don't have to do anything for those people. I ain't an ape, I'm a fish. <laughs> I'm a pseudopod. A lizard. <laughs> I'm an ape man. I'm an ape, ape oh, man. Okay, who's heading over with Dendalore? Does Dendalore require help? Yes. Yeah. Well, probably not. They said no. I said I, probably not. I, I mean, so oh no, this is, gonna... this is kind of sketchy. Let's see if we can get this to work. Give me a minute. My internet disconnected. Heading over to the Overlake Hold, you are immediately stopped by two stone guard that stand in front of this impressive prison. After a moment, discussing what you're there for, and there seems to be a bunch of communication running back and forth, typical bureaucracy, you are led into a cell. After a long wait, and what seems like hours, the dungeon cell, carved out of impressively thick stone, you are taken to a dark office and met by an imposing female gray dwarf. She is fully armored and bears the insignia you have not seen before on any of the other Derogar. She is flanked by two stone guard that remain at the door. What is it, Sion? Oh, oh, that's the wrong accent. Is it I am uh, Captain Eldar Blitzkull, uh, commander of the stone guard? Let me uh, set you straight. I'm very busy and I barely have any time for any of your uh, shenanigans, so be quick about it. Well, make time for me. Raises an eyebrow. So, uh... Two of my... Go ahead, yeah. I'm assuming you liked the cell that you were waiting in. Would you like to return to it? Hmm. You Let arrested two of my... You arrested two of my companions. Release them. Your companions were found guilty of stealing. They will be executed on tomorrow at dawn. Executed for stealing? Here in Krakowstuk, we do not put with our dirty thieves. We take them out back and we put two in their head. 
kind of bribe did you take to get, to make that a thing? Ah, corruption is a serious accusation on Krakostuk, and it's my job to root it out for the Deep King. Indeed, the favor I gained with him for making sure all the scum and the thievery and even those conspiring in the clan lairds are seen to get the short drop. Oh, well, if it isn't the Catholic Church. <laughs> I resent that. We don't fuck little boys here. Oh, not a little Timmy glued to your crutch. No. <laughs> <laughs> Leave Timmy out of this. I don't know that. Uh... Let me start by saying you're worth nothing to here. You're worth <laughs> nothing here in Grackelstig. Most of those under my command would sell you off in a heartbeat as the cheapest manual labor. However, looks you up and down. I've learned to make much better use of adventurers like you. I'll tell you what. Well. I'll release both of your companions if you find Droki for me. Find what? She explains. Erde. Erde? E-R-R-D-E. Erde explains that her guards have been tracking the movements of a Duro named Droki. Despite his presence in the Dark Lake District, the Duro has managed to avoid capture, as if somehow he knows in advance where the Duragar patrols will be, invisible or otherwise. All the Stone Guards know is that Droki lives in the West Cleft District, a place where the Duragar enter only in force and where their presence likely provokes a chaotic mob to come beat them up. Erdrea <laughs> wants you, characters, to follow Droki and see what he does, where he goes, and report back, or... Uh, if you have an opportunity to seize him and either bring him in for questioning or kill him, bringing back evidence of his activities. And then her tone turns dark as her voice is suspicious that Droki is linked to some kind of conspiracy involving the Council of Savants and maybe even elements of the Clan Lairds. The Dark King, he'll reward me greatly if you able to bring me evidence of this Droki or his foul goings on. Please, uh, bring him back to me so I might torture the life out of him and see just how far his depraved schemes go. I'll also let you join her Axis of Righteousness. Or the Axis... If anyone here is depraved, if anyone here is depraved it's you. Hmm... <laughs> She nods over at her guards, and you are given one of those exits where they throw you out, like, heave, ho, and you, like, do a somersault onto your butt outside of Overlook Hold. Can, can they, can they physically throw him out, though? Like, they're trying to do I mean, a dwarf toss resist, on you, right? and you oh, are um, way he's a, heavier. He's a seven-foot-tall, 380-pound, wearing armor and weapons dragonborn. <laughs> I don't they... think they can throw him out. Shit. I'm I take all that more. back. <laughs> I'm, I got tossed. <laughs> oh, shit, Finn, you were there this whole time? I told you I was. God damn it, he I missed that. <laughs> 
All right, so they're going to go up to Denthalor and, like, try and give him the boot and then realize, like, Denthalor is, like, just staring at them intimidatingly. And they're going to go up to Finn and grab him. And since you're just a water genasi, they heave ho dwarf toss you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right right before they grab Finn, he's going to pick them up by the backs of their collars <laughs> and just hold them up, hey, like, hey. arms completely outstretched. What do you think you're doing? Lock us down right now. And they're doing the thing where they spin their arms, uh, flailing, trying to get a blowing on you, but they can't even touch you. Release my companions. All right, all right, big guy. I didn't mean any offense. Well, I'm gay. Oh, wait, you mean it's your just, companions just... here? I'm sorry. I heard they wouldn't let us do that. But yeah, she's giving you terms. I suggest you follow them. And they try and run away. They're still off the ground. <laughs> Their little feet are are doing the um, they're doing the blur motion thing where it looks like a circle, but they're not moving. And they're trying to just like run while still being held. <laughs> yes. He, he's just gonna drop them. He just drops them. Oh yeah! Oh, oh Jesus Christ, Moss! Why are you sending us to do a job that you can't even manage on your own? Are you too incompetent or something? We get immediately slaughtered if we headed into the cleft district. Goddamn mobs tears apart. At this point, they're trying to like slam different a series of different gates, putting as much metal and stone between them and you as possible. <laughs> Denthalor is just going to keep staring at him, just waiting for them to release. He's not <laughs> roll intimidation to get them to, like, release them. <laughs> and you can see him going from, like, top of the wooden gate down to the bottom. 17 different locks locking into place. Uh, look, we'll talk to our day and trunk, friends. We'll put in a cute word for him. Denthlor's not even going to respond. He's just going to sit there and stare at him. They do throw you dental lore. One, two, three. Uh, they're going to give you three insignias. And as you look them over, you recognize them to be the same insignia that you saw on Captain Erde's Black Skull's shoulder. He's going to toss one to Finn, and he's going to put the other two in his pocket. Uh, toss one to me? Huh? A little insignia, a guard insignia or something. Uh, okay. Right, I'm gonna have you guys arriving back at the Shattered Spire and uh, communicating what just went down. You now have a choice to make. 
Are you going to head into the western or eastern cleft districts searching for this Doroki character? Or perhaps something a little more daring? Dentalor's not happy about them just brushing him off. He's not happy in the slightest. <laughs> These fellows were completely terrified of you. However, when it comes down to either following orders of a very strict society or uh, bowing to your intimidation, they're uh, between a rock and a hard place. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just try to break into the prison? Bedlore is going to break through the walls of the prison. All of them. Free them but, all. I mean, Chaos not everybody in there should be freed. We don't know what's in there. No, the guards pissed me off. Everyone. Let chaos reign. Why am I over here now? Freedom! <laughs> you guys all head over to the overlay cold to give it a better look. See if there's any kind of opportunity to try and break these folks out. If, not. if you guys need someone to pick some locks. <laughs> oh, yeah. If y'all need any walls down. <laughs> Can I send in the little octopus buddies first? Do some reconnaissance. The octopus buddies go on in and scouting through. They rope. They report back that this place is buttoned up tight. The walls are at least thirty feet thick, and the prisons where the prison cells where your friends are held are all the way at the top of the stalagmite behind thick iron bars. Okay. Can I start climbing? I don't want to start flying. Grex and Zantanov, please give me stealth checks as you try and scale the outside. By the way, Benthalore's I gonna used climb. the armor's ability to make it look kind of like plate mail in the uh, character image. Ooh, fancy. Oh, yeah, Benthalore does have cloth over his armor as well because breastplate can be put underneath clothes, like in his picture. I have no armor. <laughs> my armor's over my fancy suit. <laughs> but, um... Dentalor's gonna climb. He's climbing. I have no clothes whatsoever now that I think about it. Huh. I mean, I definitely took away all your clothes during the prison thing, because, like... Oh, no, he yeah. just doesn't have clothes. Oh. He I mean, can't. he doesn't have... I mean, he wouldn't really have genitalia, at least visible. Yeah. So. It's one of the tentacles. <laughs> it is one of the tentacles. Hmm. But which Wait. one? Which one? Never shake his tentacles. Nah, give it a shake. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> Athletics check. Sorry, it's from... not even it. You know, take your chances. It'll be fine as long as he doesn't rip I'm it up. I'm a man of, fate, or a man, man of uh, gambling. I don't. I don't gamble with things I don't <laughs> Jim Jar comes up. I think I might take that bet. Let me see. I'm thinking it's uh, You still owe me money. I mean, his odds are pretty good. It's it's only... How many legs do you have? Eight. Eight? One and eight. <laughs> I mean, one and nine, technically. Isn't it another whole tentacle thing? Yes. Yeah. One and nine chance. Pretty good odds. 
Athletics check. All right. It's going to take you a little bit longer, Denthalore, but you are successfully going to be able to climb up the outside of the spire. How much did you say you weighed? He weighs around 350 with all his equipment on him. Pure muscle, though. Yeah. Hold on, um, math. Two, 280 in total, I believe. So it's going to take you a, a lot longer because you're a heavy, but you do successfully make it up the spire. Grex and Zantanov, you successfully make it up to the top and finding that this lair has tiny little arrow slits, only Zantanov is going to be able to snake, snake? snake her way or his way in through one of these arrow slit windows and you find a guard snoozing away. Me, 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 me. I mean, bad God. I mean, like, since they're uh, snoozing, I'm going to just walk on past them, keeping my stealth. Going after cell after cell, you find that they're in a circular formation, like the spokes of a wheel, almost like a cheese pizza pizza. You find the slice where your two friends are kept in a cell. Herodith comes up. Hey, Jesus Christ, I'm glad to see you. You won't believe that. These Durgar, they just put a finger at us and had us hold it off. Yeah, it's because they're racist. Well, uh, I think it's a little more complicated than that. I think they just saw no. an opportunity. No. To, uh, they're just racist. No, no, no the oh. Underdark is extremely racist. <laughs> it's, it's racist. It's, canonically, it is, yeah. I'll take your word for it. All right, um. right. Uh, what's keeping them locked up? Like, just bars? There are bars, and you see in the gate, there seems to be a keyhole. Okay. Can I use one of the octopus to open it? You grasp one of the octopus, who uh, spins two of their tentacles together into a key. Hold it up. Yeah. Immediately, the entire cell fills with a screeching, rending noise. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Do you guys have a security system? I mean, it's a prison. Oh, yeah, but they were in medieval times. There is a spell called Alarm. Gosh, yeah. God damn it. Stop. Uh, so, seeing this, and, well, more. Uh, likely hearing this, <laughs> Grex and her Echo are gonna like grab Denthalor's arms and like use him to like help him swing and try to break the wall open so we can help them escape. All right, this oh, is gonna be a yeah. very high to... DC. Can I help kick the wall? Can I kick the wall open? At this point, Denthalor, I'm gonna say just as. You get up to this window, you're blasted by a wave of screeching sound that almost knocks you off the stalagmite. The only reason you don't fall is because Grex's uh, echo pushes you back onto the surface and you look back, okay, let's do this. Go ahead and wait, give me a straight wait, Wookie, check. Wookie, yes. I have a question. Wookie, I have a, so, so acid can damage things, right? It sure okay. can. Can his acid breath go through things? It can go through a certain amount of stuff. Like, do you think it could go through the wall? Oh, wait, no, how thick is the wall? 30 feet. You're gonna 30 be feet. I think off. that was at the base. <laughs> Sticker mm. at the I mean, base. It wouldn't, make, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't make sense to have 30 feet at the top. 
I mean, it I would mean... get narrower, right? <laughs> of course oh. it gets skinnier at the top. Uh, you're going to be better off doing a strength check. I'll tell you yeah, right probably. now. You, you acid it, and you just put a little basketball-sized hole in it. Let's uh, let's yeah. get a strength check as you try and beat the wall. You're trying to Hulk bust through Kool-Aid Man through the wall. Assisted by two kobolds that are just like swinging him like a wrecking ball. Wrecking ball. Hell <laughs> yeah, with advantage. Denthalore's um like muscles are gonna. Oh, it comes with advantage already. Never mind. All right, let's make a strength strength or athletics. I'll accept either one. It's a high DC. Nice. Unbelievable. The DC was 25. <laughs> so you bash into it and not doing it quite. You see a crack open up and looking over at Grex, you guys peel back and then flying in. Crash through the wall in a big pile on top of a very surprised guard who was running by at that exact moment and is buried under a pile of rubble and people. See you alive. As you guys hear the cries of this Duragar coming up from the collapsed pile of rubble on top of him. Oh, tell my wife I love her. No. Uh, we're going to take a five minute break. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Lizard wrecking ball. I was looking it up and because I have an 18 strength, I can lift. 18 times 15, which is 270 pounds. I was like, oh, I can't do that by myself. But then I remembered I have the I Echo, have which echo. has the same amount of strength. <laughs> so it's like, ah, oh, the two of us working together, you can just wrecking ball of the giant lizard. You guys are flapping the hell out of your wings. It's a lot of downward. It's a lot of downforce, but like a helicopter, Three. you break the laws of physics. We're doing this. We're breaking up out of prison. But like, I was going to do giant smite and... Technically, you don't need to get big to use giant smite. Yeah. It's stay small, stay flavor. strong. I mean, in later levels, it does have an effect. of It's a slight effect. You don't benefit from the extended reach if you don't get big. But, mm -hmm. eh, it's fine. All right, five-minute break. Mm. What level is it that you get the, like... 3d4 plus whatever inches taller um i think that's level six let me check they're gonna become even taller oh yeah my plan is to get them to like 10 foot tall because it happens like <laughs> three times i believe yeah three or four times you can get big mm -hmm. yeah yeah uh, when we get done with this session, do you want to help me set the spells? Because still haven't properly done that. Yeah, I can do that.
Oh, it's at 10th level when you grow 3d4 inches. Oh man, I won't get to get to the level that you get size huge. Oh man. Oh. That's level 18. I wanted I wanted to go toe to toe with the Demogorgon. <laughs> King Kong versus Godzilla two. Electric oh. Boogaloo. I hope you're Godzilla in this situation then. I mean, kind of. I mean, he is the big lizard, but he's also got a weapon. So, like, just hope Mecha Dentalor doesn't show up. That could be bad. Oh, no, that would be great. Oh, shit. Be, that would actually be really fucking cool if that. <laughs> My god. The ultimate power, we've changed warfare forever, boys. That movie was bullshit. Wow. Fucking, they said there would be a clear, concise winner. And they fucking lied. Goddamn sons of bitches. Because in the end, they fucking teamed up. I fucking hate verse versus movies that do that. Wait, did they stop pollution? No, King Kong versus Godzilla. They're supposed to fight each other. But then and they, then fight they team up and fight Mecha Godzilla. Oh, and they just leave each bitch. other alone. Right? Like, like it happened with Batman versus Superman. We all know Batman was going to win that. Eh. I mean, this Batman was weird. He didn't have his no killing rule for some reason. Bam. I mean, the actual Batman would simply trap him in that alternate dimension prison thing. The Phantom Zone. Phantom Zone, yes, that was it. You're getting sent to the Shadow Realm, you boy. <laughs> Sorry, Jimbo. You're getting sent to the Shadow Realm. Go, Psyduck. Oh, no. <laughs> I knew you'd. I can't fucking do his voice. <laughs> <laughs> I like pie. <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> what a wonderful day for pie. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Such a weird meme. <laughs> if you watch the meme, at one point he's fucking finger blasting the pie. Oh god, no. <laughs> Then, no. <laughs> oh god, no, not again. My my memory, I'm remembering the pie! <laughs> no, remember, Wookie. No! Hey, at least it's not as bad as that Mordecai and the fucking pony one. God, I fucking hate it. Every time I hear the fucking song now, that's all I can think about. But if... <laughs> I could really... I hate how they're not even seeing it in that meme I sent. It's just... Just talking fast. <laughs> I'm like the smallest thing. Like, if I see the two colors together anywhere, that's it. Fucking senior <laughs> parking. Senior parking, they let you, um, paint your spots. Mm. Fucking the, the head, um, the, the band kids, the two head bed, band kids. This one dude named fucking John and this other girl named, um, Evelyn. 
they they had they were right next to each other and they were dating and that's what they painted on their fucking parking spot. It's like not Aww. even as a joke. They thought it was romantic and shit, but like, uh... not gonna lie, it's kind of cringe. It's like that freaking Among Us thing where like everyone kept finding like Among Us stuff. Freaking Among Us became the new fucking Illuminati there for a hot minute. <laughs> yeah. They're behind it all. I believe it. You want to know why? Like all those. God, I remember the era of conspiracy theories where people thought like the president was a lizard person, all the bureaucrats were like using the birds to spy on folks, and that they were, you know, messing with our water. Yeah, dude, that's what COVID was for—for the government to change the batteries. Change the batteries. Actually, if you (laughs) actually um. It's not all birds. It's just pigeons. Because think about it. Have you ever seen a baby pigeon? <laughs> Have you ever seen, seen a baby grumpy. pigeon? Yeah, precisely. Weird places, too. Like, just an individual pigeon away from the flock. You know, just yeah. sitting. Uh, that's yeah, yeah. That's me. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, we are in the heart of the storm. Just the passing eye. It seems calm for now. And just like in that one fucking movie where they're in the boat and they're like, oh, we're okay. We're in the eye. Oh, oh, fuck. We're not okay. And then the boat's going to turn over and we're all going to have a civil war. Civil war. I've been waiting for this day. I don't want a civil war. I just want to eat tacos and be in peace. No, they're Fuck it. Did you hear they came after our maple syrup? It's apparently cultural appropriation now. Oh, no. Wow. Eh? They're coming after the maple syrup. Oh, dear. Oh, no. Yeah. It's only about time the liberals came for our pancakes. Oh, those monsters, eh? And they already took Aunt Jemima off of the syrup bottles. And they took yeah. the Indians off of the butter. Yeah. Kept yeah, land. they took away the Indians and put more land. Yeah. Okay. History repeats itself. <laughs> Damn, man. We do live in a colonial society. Oh, no. We do live okay. in a settler colonial society. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's Stop. almost Wait. like I need to... not only is that where we came from, we're still actively living in a settler colonial government that's actively genociding the Native Americans. Oh, my God. No. Wait, Wookie, stop. I need to focus. It's, it's bad. I fucked something up. Oh no. Okay, there we go. It's better now. So I was uh, playing with my loaded airsoft grenade and I accidentally started whoa, to pull the pin out. Whoa, put that pin back in, buddy. <laughs> I did. That's why I was freaking out. Don't pull the pin. And if you pull the pin, put the pin back in. That's what yeah. I did, yeah. The lever never released. I was safe. Nice. I'll put this down. I'll put uh, this down. That's Grab grenade that safety. You just have to throw your hand up, walk outside your okay. house. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm next to my TV and my computer and all my shit. Like, that shit would have been bad. That so, would, yeah. Like, this shit, this fucked shit up. Bringing it back in. You guys are in a pile of rubble and dead Duragar as this alarm, as alarm continues to sound. <laughs> what do you do? Leave. I... Don't leave us. We're still trapped in here. Come on, help oh. us out. Break down the door. Try to, try to get the octopus buddy to like... Oh, wait, we already got through the wall. Is it open? 
through the wall. However, the gate is still locked. You can tell and now. And Dolores gonna rip the door off the gate. Off the gate. That seems effective. Give me a strength roll, or athletics. Strength. Nice. Zentinov, you see now that the keyhole was, in fact, a false key. No! Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, you bend the bars, Denthalore. Don't quite open them enough for them to squeeze out. Runt's trying to help mm-hmm. you from the other side. That give me advantage? Oh, I'm sorry, I can't really help him. I'm so weak. That's the Dolores gonna try it again. <laughs> He's just gonna give it one more tug. Grex and her echo will assist. I will oh. assist. Well. Go ahead and take advantage, Dentalore. Are there right. guards at the front gate? Ah! There we go! Scaly power! Now we're cooking with gas. Are, are there guards at the front gate? You guys here. Right, they're up here. Get on Bunch of armored footsteps coming in your direction, and you rip off the gate and throw it outside of the hole you created in the wall, and it arcs down. Wait, no, Bookie, stop! Wait, I'm not throwing it. Okay. Are the guards like coming through like a doorway, or like is it a hallway? You see them around the hallway, right next to you, and all of them like stop, look at you, pull out their swords, and start eking closer. Oh, Dentalor's turning it sideways. He's gonna be a fucking plow and go through him. Oh, <laughs> damn. You choo-choo train these motherfuckers? I love yes, it. Yes, choo-choo train time. Fucking like yeah. a ram, like a battering ram. You angle this gate down and start plowing through him. God, what kind of roll would this be? I don't know, but he's gonna slam him into the wall and then he's gonna jump. Is there water outside the wall? us weapon or you could have it be a check to Just, not be pushed I, I would yeah I would think like an athletics check to see if it would be able to, be able to actually plow through them or Dumbledore, strength save for them to not get plowed yeah. it's gonna be or a strength or a save on their part yeah. they're or a deck save on their part specifically what are you trying to do they essentially come around this corner from the opposite side of where you broke in you still have a clear avenue of escape and they're going to be trying to edge closer to you until you whip over with the door, shove it down into their faces, and start running at them in full sprint. This is going to be an athletic is, checks on your part and a his dexterity goal is to, um, on theirs. His goal is to slam them into the wall and then take off running back towards the exit or towards the hole he made. They are not going to be able to avoid it with a 12. Go ahead and give me an athletics roll. <laughs> Gonna slam it right into their faces. Yeah. <laughs> you knock them back over, somersaulting them backwards, slamming three of their heads into the stone pavement, and you are already gone by the time they're cla- the, the birds spinning over their heads. Stop tweeting. Grex and her echo are helping our friends get down from the slagmite. Just flying them out. Absolutely. Runt is doing the uh, one-handed Batman uh, down the side of the wall climb, and you are helping Edith, and you guys are gone. And at this point, the entire place is just in an uproar of commotion. There's alarms. You can hear different patrols scouting around. I'm going to see if these guys see you, as it is an an active perception part on their 
on their part to see if you guys are coming down. Somehow they don't see you. They're blind. It's the acclimation to this dark environment and the, the shifts between the super bright fire and then coming outside and it's all dark as shit out here. You guys slip into the shadows and back into the night. You guys are just as fighters and goddamn that one <laughs> that was well run. Well done. Gotta say, one of the best prison breaks I've ever seen in D D. <laughs> Went off without a hitch. Yeah. Well it helps when you have a character with the cloud giant strength. <laughs> Cloud Giant Strike Wrecking Ball with two uh, kobolds. No. We didn't even have to turn on Giant's Might. And as you guys make your way into the shadows. Fucking love this big ass block of group we got here. You all see a peculiar duro darting between the different stalls of the Dark Lake District. You immediately pick him up because of his furtive movements, but his strange dress draws your attention more so. You notice that on his hat, wobbling around, are two displacer tentacles that randomly will scrape against someone and draw blood, and you hear a, God, good darn it, wash what you're going with that thing, some bitch. The rest of his garb is a conglomeration of scraps that are stitched together to make a tuxedo top. And he is uh, darting in and out of a booth. He'll drop something off, pick something up. And he's making his way throughout the Dark Lake District. Hey, Paul. You would recognize this description, or excuse me, uh, Deathlore would recognize this guy's description as Droki. I'm not following him because I recognize him. I want his hat. Yep. <laughs> you start seeing him disappear into the West Cleft District. I'll follow. I'll tell the party that I'm going to rob a man of his hat. <laughs> All right. The East. If you and kill West... him, bring back his head. They, he's wanted. He might be. There might be gold. <laughs> That's it. You see a giant chasm separating the two parts of... Just forgot the name of this place. Grackelstig. Long ago. An earthquake split the cavern that houses Grackelstig, leaving a rift between 200 feet deep and 500 feet wide. Landiger's furrow has a packed gravel floor and extends roughly about a quarter mile beyond the natural walls of the city in both directions. Each end of the rift has a steeply sloping floor carved with a set of stairs and wide ramps for both pedestrians and wagons that span across the chasm, allowing commerce to traverse without going down into the muck of the cleft districts. Vents along the walls released potent gases that Sapper of Clan Zaxeldrelvar tap for industrial applications. The Chasm is Grackelstig's main residential zone with homes built on the top part and its north and south sides. And as you head 
down into one of these ramps that descend into the cleft districts through the simple homes. You look at the east and west of Landelberg's Furrow's Gate are areas that serve as the home to Grackelstug's unwanted Duro population. The West Cleft District was original abode of the city's Duro slaves and remains a dark and dangerous ghetto. The East Cleft District was more recently settled after the Duro earned their freedom, though it is only slightly less rough than the West Cleft. And it is into the West Cleft that this Drokey fellow heads just ahead of you, almost as is if you're sure he doesn't see you. He couldn't have noticed you, but you continue to follow. The homes of the Duro are mostly burrowed car burrows carved into the walls and simple structures piled atop each other. The dirty, cluttered streets of both districts form as dwellings and come together, not as much a product of planning, just happenstance. The Duro population is much greater and their tunnels extend much farther than the Durogar believe and you realize this at a casual glance. As you pass through the gates, the stench in the air changes from acrid and metallic to fetid and repugnant. The fires of industry replaced by squalor and despair. The homes of this part of Grackelstug are crudely carved. Some no more than holes in the walls. Arranged in no apparent order, the chatter of the air is unnerving. Hundreds of Duros mutter, screaming at each other, and otherwise revealing their insanity. Those who spot you look at you with burning hatred in their eyes. Okay. They want to fight? Yes. Right now? Yeah, you get jumped. Oh, wow. <laughs> Aha! <laughs> uh, which... Shit, I didn't prepare a map for this. God, what an amateur. Yeah. Rip Squidman. Oh, I did prepare a map for this, but I didn't prepare good enough. The ambusher getting ambushed. I am getting that. I got ambushed by a surprise Duro encounter. Damn it. I need to roll. How many Duro are in here? I believe Zatanov was by himself. I was. What? You guys weren't helping him? No. He said he wanted the hat, right? All right, we're going to go lay low. It was, it was the hat. You guys. Yes, let the invisible one go steal a hat. I'm a seven foot tall dragonborn. I kind of stick out. Yeah. We're, just we're hiding go. from the police. Yeah. In fact, this would have been one of the best places to hide from the police, as the Duro part of town is completely out of the jurisdiction. One of the only places of Grackelstug that would be out of jurisdiction. That yeah. reason alone propels the rest of the group, no. by encouragement of the DM, as no. the second half of the, the campaign tonight is, is down here, so you all have to come. No. <laughs> Let me fight him by myself, Wookie. I got this. This there's a whole thing down here. I there's want. 
There's a whole and dungeon crawl down here. No. But, 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 but. They made a decision. Yeah, we probably would have gone back to the tavern. I'm railroading you guys down here. You tried to go back <laughs> to the tavern, and the guard patrols made you come down here and join your friend. Look, you know. <laughs> I'm not freeballing. I'm not improvising the second half of this <laughs> session because you guys are like, oh, no. We don't want to help that. No, he's on his own. <laughs> we were using logic. The one who's invisible wanted to go steal something. So, like, why wouldn't we let them? You just stole two prisoners. We yeah. we finessed. <laughs> That's right. And the, when the ones that didn't die from getting slammed into a wall come to, they're gonna recognize the big dragonborn. He's kind of very mm. noticeable. <laughs> he does stick out. Please allow me to roll on the chart and see how many on the random encounters there will be here. Nine. Two D4. Do I actually have two physical D4? No. You don't know that. I have a I do. D8. I have a D6. You don't I have, have multiple two. sets of dice? <laughs> I do, but they're out of reach. Oh no. Yep. Dark God actually bought me a set of dice uh, last time we were at the shop uh, last week, and that was very nice of him. I'm hoping to, once I get enough money, get a whole set for doing resin cast dice. Nice! Nice. I used to have metal dice, and Ooh. it was a lot of metal D4s, and I dropped them in the dark. Ah. Oof. I have metal dice. I have two sets of metal dice. My current main set is this jade-colored dice, and uh... The fuck would happen? Yeah. Oh, nice. I like the box. It's a nice looking box. It's 40 bucks. <laughs> handcrafted. I wouldn't pay that for a box. <laughs> uh, it was handcrafted. Uh, this guy makes a bunch of nerd stuff. Dice towers out of wood. Ooh. And then... Yeah. Nice. I was there when you got that. Yes, you were. Alright, and as you guys continue to trail, uh, following behind Zantanov loyally... No! You are jumped by a group of shady duro mad. No, they They're not here. <laughs> I am, like I said... Not going. No. I have a, more encounters planned. I Let have two die. more encounters planned, and it's not all about Zadnoff and getting the hat. It's sometimes yes, it about luring Denthalor in here because no. of stuff. I refuse. You just. Oh, I see what you're doing. Okay. 
Thank you. Yeah, you know, I do prepare a little bit. Thank you very much. Not, not much. After I'm done learning everything about ancient Rome, I glance at the I mean... source material. <laughs> you mean you don't already know everything about ancient Rome? Damn, dude, I'm I'm on fucking Norway. What the fuck? You're behind. The fuck, bro? You gotta get your shit together, bro. I'm gonna I'm need sure you initiative, bro. Bruh. <laughs> like, bruh. Bruh. Like, respectfully, though. Bruh. Um, initiative? Alright. Yay, initiative. Let's roll some shitty initiative. Oh, hey, look, it's shitty. Uh, Wookie, can you roll initiative for me? I'm in the kitchen. Of course. I don't have any more hope with the ginger with the bomb. What you getting? Oops. Huh? Oh wait, were you asking me? Yeah. Oh no, I'm baking. What are you making? Baking? Uh, what are you what baking? Are you baking? Cookies. You share? Cookies. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I got white chocolate chip and regular. Oh yeah. <laughs> Plus six, so that would be a sixteen. Finn, it looks like you're up first. Alright. Uh, I'll just cast Arcane Weapon on my deck and uh, we're gonna go we'll go Acid. Yes, and I then, love taking acid. I'm gonna do a, a metal card throw at that guy. It's arcane weapon on the bottom section. Uh, yeah, I believe so. Nice. Oh, those are bad guys. I can barely so see you can them. Cast it and then use it right away. Nice. Yeah, Duragar short. Twenty-two hits. Alright, that plus a extra d6 of damage. Oh, these are duro. Alright, 5 plus 4. 9 damage. Which one are you hitting again? That one. I've got the damage. Rex. Jump them. Alright. Let's see. Distance. Alright, so kind of moving at the same time, Grex is going to go here and the Echo is going to go here. Kind of like jump and use our wings to fly up and over, landing on either side of this guy. And then, um, we're yeah, I couldn't position to do what one of my friends did in the past campaign where he got knocked down and then all of a sudden started windmilling his legs around. <laughs> Knocking <laughs> all the enemies over. <laughs> Paladin too. Don't give Wookie ideas. Mm -hmm. He has enough. He has hard enough time keeping track of his own. <laughs> no offense, though. That makes it fine, right? No offense. Same no offense, offense, you stupid sack of 
eating shit face ball liquor. He may not mean it, but I mean oh. it. <laughs> no offense. I'm calling Captain America oh, yeah. language. Uh, nine misses somehow. Echo. 22 hits. Get him. <laughs> Come on, Echo. 17, 6. Yeah, you just paced him. Nice Wait, don't you have advantage for. Oh, yes. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> we would have swung at the same time. Yeah, it wouldn't be advantage on the one in front of you. It would have just been the advantage on the other one. Yeah. Right, well, that does it for that one. Zantanov. Engage an attack. I oh, wait, what's attacking me? Duro, these dirty Duro scum, poor, disgusting, jobless slave people. The only good Duro is an enslaved Duro. They wouldn't be able to breathe unless you told them to. Uh, not breathing. Pretty fucking racist, don't you think, bud? A little bit, yeah. I was someone, just trying to view them. To take one. <laughs> is it dark or dim? It is dim down here, yes. Dim, you say? Okay. Uh, I'm gonna shoot a shoot a arrow. Whatever's the closest one to me, doesn't really matter. Yeah, right over uh, Grex's shoulder, you'll have advantage. He is currently engaged. Would you like me to roll it up for you? I got it. I, I ran back to my computer. Cool, cool. How tall is the Duro? Alright, since 12 of those hit, let me add uh, the regular attack to that one. And let me add the uh, Shadow Strike and the Dread. So, I'm pretty sure you're going to one-shot whoever you're shooting. It's for intimidation. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, your first shot is definitely going to one-shot whoever you're shooting, and then I'm not sure how much your second shot's doing. Well. But I have suspicions that that's going to one-shot as well. Oh, well, if there's one behind him, it just kind of goes through and kills the other guy, too. <laughs> okay. That's going to be... That's going to take about half of his health out if it's just one shot. I mean, does the one shot do equal damage to both people it hits? I'm not. Uh -huh. I, I feel like I read all of Aether Shard's text uh, after a few weeks, but I, I don't remember. Like, are you. Is Aether Shard a laser bow? Eh. No. But I can spin charges to make it. But I don't have those. Never mind. Doesn't matter. God. So I'll take this six damage onto the second one. So 13 was enough to kill the first one. All right. Dead. Dead. Six. Finally, the Durogar's turn. Zoop. Zoop. He should be afraid. This Duro's gonna go up to the giant crimson split jaw and then be like, oh, I'm crazy, but I'm not that crazy. Mm. Who's this other guy? The orc. That's Ron. That's, That's Ron. 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 He's your friend. This guy's gonna be like, well, I'm that crazy. And he'll take a swipe at him. 
Oh no. That's a miss. That's another miss. I'm assuming a... Oh, This creature's stat block is not available. What? Pathetic. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, natural 20 hits. You're really going to kill Ron as soon as... He's going to do five just damage to Ron. Him. Come on. Oh, hey, I just got out of jail. Come on, man. What was it hitting? Uh, Duro, that particular Duro was hitting Rot, your chummy uh, orc friend that you just broke out of jail. Oh, uh, well, I mean, if he can't protect himself out here, it's not much we can do about that. We broke out of jail. It's, you're on your own now. Um, yeah, pretty much. Devilor. Awesome. Let me check something real quick. I probably should have checked this earlier, but I didn't. All right. This is wonderful. Um, Wookie, I need a. What does that say? A wisdom save from all hostiles within 30 feet. Maybe one saves with a 16? Um, yes. Oh, it's a 13. We saves. have minus three to wisdom because they're insane. So 13 is the highest roll. Um, that 13 passes. All right, and I'm assuming everyone else fails. Um, yes. Oh, They're now afraid of Dinthalor. Dinthalor just grabs his Texabo and he just lets out a roar so loud that it shakes the water. And just. Gosh. Give me a second. Mighty roar. That's what we got. And we're really afraid. Okay. Yes, he lets out a mighty roar that shakes the ground and all that water makes ripples come off of. And apparently all but one is afraid. Yeah. Um, can you point at the one that's not afraid, Wookie? Which, which one's not afraid? That one right there? One in the north Wonderful. here, yeah. Um, let me let me into roll twenty and my the map blurriness made my eyes feel like I was out of focus and my eyes. <laughs> yeah, why can't my eyes focus? Oh, it's just a shitty ass map. <laughs> it's just Wookie disrespecting yeah. the, the wonderful map makers. <laughs> All right. Um, and Denthalor is gonna move towards that one guy who's not afraid. If he can, t can he tell who's afraid or not? Or oh, not? Oh yeah, hell yeah, you close on him. He's going to do that, and now he's going to action surge. Oh, dear. Get him. Oh, and no. he's going to whack him. If he's he going to whack him. Big time. Get him. He wasn't get him. afraid before. Oh, I get advantage? Yep, you are flanking. 13 hits. Oh, that wasn't miss. a very good one. 14 hits. Is that a better one? Oh, yes. that's a better one. Come on, damage. 
Oh, it doesn't want to roll damage. Eh. Come on, damage. Come on, damage, come on. Wow, 15? There's yeah. the damage. That executes him. Yeah. You don't you don't get to not be afraid. <laughs> Terror spreads through his eyes as you cave his skull in. <laughs> and that's the end of his turn, yeah. I'm pretty sure you got action surge movement, right? Um, yeah, I think I do. Does action no, surge give you more movement? No, I just let me check action to attack. Thank you. Appreciate that, Grex. Yeah. Just an extra attack, yeah. That's gonna Mass circle us back to Finn. You're up, wait, man. Wait, wait, give me a second. My bad. I, I still have You got another action. 15, I still have fifteen foot of movement. Oh, of course yep. you do. That's right. You only moved uh one, two, three squares, yeah. He's gonna move down here to these guys. <laughs> now that's the end of his turn. Wait a minute. Oh wait, action surge, <laughs> cast as an action, then attack. Okay, I'm following. Alright, we got no, um or... Yeah, that's it, yeah. Alright, now it's to me. <laughs> Alright, Waterman, what are you doing? I am going to just toss a card at that guy right there. That'll do. 22. Eight slashing. Eight plus, plus six. six. That'll execute him. Well played. Any movement? Bonus action? Uh, yeah, I'll pop down. Here. All right. All right. Done. Job done. Job done. See, we have a Warcraft player. Oh, very good. Oh, there's Grex. Uh, wow. Now my eyes are blurring out. Okay. <laughs> Oof. Where's Grex's token? Oh, there you are. All right, but after Finn, we're going with Grex's turn. All right. Echo's going to move, fly on over to continuously give flanking. So I will attack at advantage. 27 hits. Nat 20. Very well done. Is that mm. already doubled? So 13 plus 9. 22. Frosty chunks, my dude. Yep, 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 yep. You're going to die. And you. because I haven't right. let's see. Two, three, those three squares. That particular Duro, you cut him into six pieces like Zoro, and before he realizes he's dead, he splits into separate chunks that ice over and collapse and shatter on the ground like the T one thousand. Nice. Nice. The Echo is going to continue to move one. One, two, three squares 
to assist dental or and the echo is going to swim also with advantage because flanking with the uh, <laughs> the the crawler thing one of Zanjanov's pets yeah 23 23 hits 19 damage and that's it for him that's going to bring you guys out of combat and as you look around you see Droki observing you wryly and as you catch each other's eye he jumps off of the ledge he's kicking his feet from skitters away and glancing back at you but through you as if he doesn't even see you he continues to mutter to himself as he goes down a cavern disappearing into a cave's entrance the dirty duro easily recognized pale face under the floppy hat fitted with two tentacle like things which some of your party are very interested in acquiring for themselves picks up his mm -hmm. pace muttering a repetitive series of phrases at different volumes failing to notice you as if you've already been put out of his mind Droki's late they'll be so angry stupid 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 delays blocks procrastination observation path no time no rhyme not mine no time i'm out of time and he disappears down the cave which you guys for some weird reason see from bird's eye view and i'll be using dental lore's token here as you guys make your way down into this cave system at which point stool pipes up towards you Zantanov what's up hey um hey hmm. um I didn't I don't want to impose my I don't want to be a burden but um I want to go home. Again, with this. Hey, um, also, there's someone coming. But why didn't you lead off with that? Oh, you're right. That was more important. Might be. Oh, my God. Gonna put him back. <laughs> a moment later, a little smikonid sprout comes up to you, and he's a cute little thing reaches up with a little stub and tugs on your garments. Uh, excuse me, do you have a moment for our lord and savior, Morel? <laughs> Normally I would I would say no, but for you, yes. <laughs> I'm glad you have time. Morel is a source of all knowledge. It was Morel that first journeyed here to the Underdark from the Superbright and seeded all life. He taught everyone, and it was all him. <laughs> Everything was hunky-dory until the shadow appeared and created the darkness. She was the lady of rotten decay who sought to steal the knowledge and keep it all for herself. Not so fast, said Morel. And with a bonk on the noodle, he sent Zugatami back to the shadows. 
Uh, Ray. It's like an eight-year-old describing the fucking religion. <laughs> Sounds like it. But yes, uh, where are where are your parents? They're back here. I'll sh I'll take you. Now yes. we live in balance with all of the illumination of knowledge to light our way with science. Praise morale. Knowledge is power. Right. Uh, and what would it, what type of role would I have to take to steal the mushroom child? <laughs> <laughs> um, that would be a kidnapping role, I believe. <laughs> it's a combination of sleight of hand, deception, stealth, gaslighting. Um, overall, yeah. it's very complicated. <laughs> I, um, you, not. <laughs> you actually try and steal a child. No, at this point, Stool pipes in again. Hey, that's my friend Rumpadump. Rumpadump, what are you doing here? <laughs> oh my god, Stool, I haven't seen you in so long. Wow, it's yeah. good to see you. Yes, your, your friend, he is, he is in the cave. Would you like to see him? Maybe just right this way. Oh wow, it's so nice in here. Do you think I yes. can gonna close the door. Yep. <laughs> you guys make good time on over through here. Passing by Bupido, you all glance at each other for a moment as you continue towards this room, this cavern back here. Area three. Uh, let me, uh, let me get Bupido on the map. Oh, not the map layer. I'm fucking up. I'm fucking up. But you walk right by Pupito and his horrific des um well, let's see. Ba -ba -ba. As you venture into the cavern, a stench of rotting meat rises. The floor is carpeted with humanoid remains and various stages of discomposition arranged in a spiral pattern around the cave center. An off-key humming coming from a hunched pagan figure working busily on something on the floor. There you are! The figure is Bupido, and he wipes his hands off his vest, smiling viciously. You didn't expect me to find me here, and my stride nearly finished my power! My faithful are becoming finally honored to me, are you? Yes, yes! I sense it, ready to receive my truth in your hearts! And you all just walk right by him, not giving him any mind to his insane ramblings. You all enter into the tunnel that opens up into a natural cave wherein you see several fungal creatures dancing to a silent tune. Three of them stand five feet tall while others are half as tall. One of the small ones stands apart from the rest. Oh wait, no, that's uh, Rumpadump. He's already in the cage. Yeah. <laughs> Hunched nearly nearby are two larger creatures that resemble apes covered in mushroom growths and yellow mold. One of the five-foot-tall mushroom myconid people come over to you and releasing say, telepathic spores begin to communicate all with you. You feel emotions, imagery enter your mind as these things communicate not with words, but reach into your minds. It's a little too loud. Turn that down. 
Hello, friends. Are you here to join us in our reverie to the lady? No. Would you be willing to accept her gift? So much pleasure. So intoxicating. You won't regret it. At this point, you all feel fear. A warning sent through the telepathic spores of Rumpadumpin's stool. These myconids are acting strange. Myconids don't dance. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the problem. Not his. That's his, the problem. <laughs> yes, not not the tone of voice compared to the other eight-year-old children we have. <laughs> you notice that there are several myconid sprouts that are sitting inside the circle of myconid adults that continue to rhythmically turn odd gesticulating gestures, somewhat erratic, almost like, not Tourette's, but jarring, twitchy. Mm. Oh, no, I think we're fine. Please, you must accept her gift. Through the lady's dream, you will be able to journey towards places unknown to you. Wait, isn't this what those rock people were talking about when they're like, hey, the guy was traversing through dreams a bit too much and then he's like crazy. Oh, no, you won't go mad. It is a joy to know the lady's gift. That sounds like a lie. Insight check. That well, can you roll that for me? I'm I'm currently taking cookies out the oven. Ooh, more fish. Uh, you rolled a three, so he is telling the absolute truth. That is a how could you, Ricky? I, I trusted you with my rolls. <laughs> you shouldn't trust me to roll. I rolled a like a ninety and an eighty for Dark God the other day. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have already accepted, and we just want to be on our way. Who is your lady? We've, we've gotten lady, but we've never gotten names. Scott me is a being of pure light and love. If you accept her knowledge, her gift into your heart, you will never know a moment without pleasure. Okay, but who is she? Uh, do you guys have a history or a knowledge role in this system? I don't know. You can yes. probably... Both history. <laughs> yeah, history, religion. A history or religion check. I'll accept neither of those to determine who Zagatomi is. Zagatmoya. Who you? Grex is attempting to lie that she has already accepted and just wants to move on. You see the mic in its part. The thick fungal foliage moving ever so slightly to create a path. Checkered tiles rising up, odd blue and white, guiding you deeper into this space, which is called uh, the Whole Stone Tunnels. The Whole Stone Tunnels. Why are we even going this way? Because the the kid. The hat. I thought we were following the hat. No yeah. time, no time. I must continue. Oh, hey. 
Oh, come damn it, you're still following me. I, I don't have time for you. And he continues on above your path. You only catch him for an instant as the mushrooms wave to and throw. Is he like on like an upper pathway or something? Just out of reach. He's just ahead of us. Just ahead of you. Okay. But they allow you through. Denthalore, you recognize that name. The Lady of Rot. She that rules over all that decays. The Demon Lord. Zgotmoy. What, do I know anything about Zagatmoy? She rules over one of the many infinite layers of hell. An, a, a domain of rot where all things there die and sprout funguses and mushrooms. Queen of all mushrooms, Zagatmoy. Can I tell him that I'm already an avid follower of Morel? Mm, I wouldn't, because, like, usually different religions don't like that. <laughs> Sorry, my religion is taken. Grex is just gonna fly and try to move right through to the person. The faster you fly, the further away Droki seems to appear, shrinking ever farther. The more you try and reach out and seize him, the more slippery he becomes. As you continue, around every corner growing on every surface, you see bursting forth from the cavern walls, brightly colored, red-capped, dotted with perfectly symmetrical white-circled mushrooms. Around each stem curls a mycelial message. EAT ME in all capital letters. Does it look safe? It's super safe. It's what totally about safe. the mushroom telling you EAT ME seems safe? I mean, it's telling me to eat it. It has to be safe. I mean, if it wasn't safe, would it tell me to eat it? No, because that would be dangerous. If that's your line of thinking, go ahead. See I'm if you survive. Typically, prey doesn't tell you to eat it. That's typically the opposite of what they do. No, 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 no. You guys are just paranoid. Wookie, I want to eat the mushrooms. I'm going to roll a constitution saving throw on your behalf. Ah, shit. <laughs> Sounds become sharper, your breathing become deeper, as if each inhale brings a flood of information through your senses. You can smell the wet earth, mixing with the sweet decay, and for a second, you see a portion of the life cycle in which the Myconid society and the funguses itself play a pivotal role in unlocking and returning energy to the circle. Tasting your saliva combined with your thunderous but not elevated heart rate. You return to yourself, continuing with the rest of the group. All checks that rely on sight and sound, including attack rolls, will be made at advantage for the next eight hours. Oh uh, yes, yeah, spidey senses. Now what were the other? 
And you guys. What were the other facts? Were one of them instant death? No. However, you all notice that are, there are two more mushrooms on the walls as you continue. A nature check or an identify spell will identify these two as what they do, but you're pretty sure that these are bigwig and pygmy mart mushrooms. Can I eat those too? Of course. Uh, you eat the bigwig and you grow a few inches. I, I was going to eat one. Which no. one? I don't know. You probably want to eat one. the big wig. Probably. Let's eat the big wig. All right, I'm going to need Let's constitution rolls as both of you eat the mushrooms all over the walls. Do, 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 do. It is constitution DC 12. Uh, yes. Uh, yep. Yeah, it's going to be a failure on your behalf and a failure on your behalf. Oh, no. The effects will last for one hour. You grow in size under the enlarge effects of enlarge spell. Oh, so I'm just oh. big? You grow about six inches, each of you. Okay. Oh, I'm, I'm just taller spell. now. Seven and a half feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got to flip to find a particular story that I didn't tab up like an idiot. What's the catch? There is none. You're just you're just you're just slightly tall. You hit your head on doorways. Uh -huh. Let me let me tell you that. That's the problem with being tall. Oh, boy. Don't walk too fast if there's low doorways. You will break your head open and have a concussion when you wake up. Got it. Jesus. Don't ask me how I know. It's just, just trust me on that. This bow is very Grex, as you try and get out in front of the group, trying to catch up with Droki, and this space opens up between the two of you, it's almost like a bend where you're trying to reach out and catch up with this character, but he always seems to be disappearing in front of you. Around each bend, just a little bit more distance gained on you. And as you move through an unseen crack, you feel something shift. And for less than a second, you see into a seam in space and time that shakes you. The astral spirit of Grex is ripped through an indeterminable light years to the center of the universe. The point around all astronomical bodies expand from and revolve one supermassive neutron sentient star. Sir Hiss. The beginning, the end, the largest and the smallest. As above, so below. Sir Hith, Sir Hiss is the one that contains everything within itself. We are all a part of the Ouroboros known 
as Sir Hiss. Learning this truth fills you with joy and despair, hope and death. Gonna need a sanity check from you, sir. Six. Oh no. <laughs> sir Hith would be proud. <laughs> sir Hith. <laughs> sir Hith. I don't have the DM handbook handy. Uh, uh, you have madness. Roll a d10. We don't know which madness. We don't know which madness. But it's the madness. You're feeling crazy down here in this, this particular oh. house. In this rabbit hole, you're going deep. Four? All right. That's going to be only four hours. You now have a madness level of two. Oh, wait. No, you took a long rest. Okay. This is going to be 40 minutes. And your madness level is back up to one. Please tell me he's not going to try to sell me some juice. <laughs> Drink this juice, man. There's nothing in it. You want some cheese? <laughs> One of his NPCs in his other campaigns was just crazy. <laughs> yep. Crazy old man that sells juice. Going down the same road. Juice and cream. Juice and cream. Two What's the things? cream made from? Oh god, no. <laughs> Dude, we don't ask those questions. Yeah. Uh, I am dealing with madness again. Woo. <laughs> and returning back to the group, a little bit afraid, seeking the comfort of your allies, you see yourselves fall into a dense, fungi forest that blocks your way. It's tallest specimens growing from some five feet high, even as you excess the best way to pass through it, a hissing sound starts to rise, like uncounted tiny voices within tongues you don't understand. Nosferatu. Who now? Nosferatu. There <laughs> are vampires down here? That's not for me. Tenthlor is going to go find the voice. It's it's probably safe, right? Some some white guy <laughs> horror movie stuff going on here. Let's follow the voice calling my name. Who knew? What's that noise? Let me just go into the dark abandoned basement that somebody died in. <laughs> What's that? What's that? The sound of a revving chainsaw in the garage? What could that possibly be? I'm sure somebody just left the TV on. Yeah. Here's a noise in the kitchen. Hey, can you get me a sandwich? <laughs> you hear a shuffling. Emerging from the gloom of the fungal forest, you see striding forward a broad-shouldered copper dragonborn that regards Denthalore with relief. Brother, I'm so glad I found you. There's no time to lose a hurry. Rabacox is in danger. You recognize this dragonborn as your own brother, and as Tyrannicus stretches a sagging, as Trinicus stretches a sagging arm in your direction, holding out his claws. 
Yeah, Denthalor is, um... Denthalor is suspicious of him. What? You're sus of your own brother? It, it, their family doesn't get along. I don't know if you've... If you've... Dread it. They don't like each other. <laughs> I, I know. You have to understand. A lot has happened since you left. Please, come with me. Stranger danger. <laughs> what do you want, Trinicus? What's going on? He stumbles forward towards you. It's important you come with me. You must help our father. He's in danger. What's he in danger from? <laughs> and you are going to take a necrotic bolt to the face. Oh, that's fucked up. Nope, no you're not. A necrotic bolt sails over your head. Ignore that. <laughs> that wasn't what I was trying to do. I saw something behind you. Dinthalor is going to grab him and then shove him into the ground. So would that be strength? Like, I think that'd be grappling, right? Oh, God. Well, it looks like you're uh, 100 feet away from him. Oh, I'm 100 feet away? I thought he was right, like, right next to me. No. You close the distance, grab him, and pseudoplex him back over your head and into the ground, and he splatters into a puddle of gooey red liquid that quickly envelops you and starts sucking on you and trying to work its way into your brain. You are all now engaged with a horrible necroicor. Oh no. And he just invaded. Well, let's see if he invaded. Um, let's see if he invaded Denthalor. Give me a constitution saving throw. Oh, constitution. Let's go. Shit. <laughs> Shit. So oh, oh. all the tentacles try and like poke into your ears and uh, yeah, yeah, in your mouth and you just snap at him. His tails just kind of like fold back like he did whenever with the acid resistance. Yep, just shut off the holes. Nope, no, For, sir. Just forming forming up some kind of, like, makeshift armor. Effective. He is unable to gain control of your body, and that's where we'll leave it for this week. You really like throwing things that are a little too powerful at us, huh? <laughs> oh, wait, that reminds me. Uh, you're all level five. Congratula congratulations. Oh, yay. Yay, it didn't happen in the middle of combat. That'll help a little bit. Oh, I think it'll help me a lot. Let's see what happens. A level five, get, uh... Oh, yeah, two attacks, right? Yeah, extra attack. Aw, oh, yeah. What? It's all coming together. Well, thank you so much. Uh, we really got through it this week. Uh, thank you all very much for playing. Good night. Last time I fought one of these, I was a level 20 character. 
I'm sure it'll be fine. I mean, come on. It's fine. We're the characters. We always live. <laughs> you guys are heroes. Come on. Well, don't, no, not necessarily. We're just the main characters. We're the main characters. We're not <laughs> heroes per se. Yeah. Tired of quitting nicotine? Marijuana got you the fog in the head? Feeling fuzzy from Jane Smoking Blunts? Head over to HealthyBlunts.com. We have specially formulated and genetically engineered tobacco and marijuana that is 100% healthy with zero deleterious health effects. As with Healthy Blunts, you can chain smoke blunts and not even feel out of breath. In fact, it increases your O2 and oxygen capacity levels. In addition to fighting cancer and increasing overall testosterone and not limited past, we guarantee 1,000. Want to be hard without the health consequences of smoking blunts all day? Then head over to HealthyBlunts.com. 100% healthy and will make your dick grow. HealthyBlunts.com.org.edu. Oh, 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 oh,